0: Guys, guys it is your man morgan man thank you so much for tuning back in to yet another episode of falcon friday right here on the morgan man sports podcast powered by the worst Tate network guys on today's episode right here we are talking about the falcons potentially moving out of the number fourth overall pick in this year's nfl draft and also we are talking a little bit about matt ryan on today's show so the inverted delay. let's go get straight into today's action Alright guys, so to kick things off, we are talking about the Atlanta Falcons with some suitors that could possibly get in this number 4th overall position and, you know, give the Atlanta Falcons multiple draft picks this year, next year, and the following year. So we're going to start off right here with the Denver Broncos. There's no rational reason to assume that the Broncos are entirely comfortable with Drew Locke as their quarterback. Could they continue to build around Locke and go into another season with the 24-year-old? As a starter, sure, but he still presents ample arm talent and significant upside, but three factors must be taken into account. Number one, new general manager George Patton didn't draft Locke. Number two, Locke is a former second-round pick and not a guaranteed anything as a starter since the team made a minimal investment in him as a second-round pick two years ago. Number three, with the league leading 15 interceptions in 13 games last season, Locke wasn't good enough. Ball security is always important, especially when head coach Vic Vangio stresses organizational attention to details. The Broncos, have, the Broncos owned this year's ninth overall pick. Previously, the idea of one of the top five quarterback prospects being available to them seemed far-fetched, but Carolina's accusation of sam darnold changes the math now with carolina less likely to be in the qb market denver can become even more aggressive with one fewer suitors on the board especially when that franchise owns the pick just in front of the broncos there's a possibility that one of the prospects slides to the back at the end of the top 10 but denver now holds the advantage over the quarterback starved teams poised to trade up to the fourth pick you know the trade package right here the Atlanta Falcons could send fourth overall pick to Denver and the Broncos Then could give them in exchange for this year's ninth overall pick and the 40th overall picks and Next year's first round of selection the New England Patriots uh, Right here. I just don't see us dealing with the Patriots because there's this how our rivalry is with them You know, they costed us the Super Bowl and on so forth, but still the Patriots here's another reason why I would say the Patriots in a way it's because of Cam Newton. I don't see Belichick sticking, you know, I, I mean, I do. Of course i seen him stick with, you know, Cam Newton this year, but I don't see him sticking with Cam Newton. Talking about Belichick here. The following year, the 2022 season, I don't see that happening. I could really see the Atlanta Falcons saying, okay, you know what? If you ain't going to stick with Cam Newton next year, then we'll give you the fourth overall pick. But the Atlanta sends that pick to New England for three first-round picks in 2021, 22, and 23, plus this year's 46th overall pick. That would be fantastic, in my opinion. You know, you're getting four picks. Four picks altogether. You know, you're getting two this year and you're getting one next year and the one the following year from New England. The Washington football team right here, uh, at this point, the idea of any other team trading up may be stretching to the possible of a bit. Sorry, Bears fans, but this year's 19th overall pick, Washington, could throw everything it has into the mix to get a potential franchise quarterback. So what this trade package would look like, you know, the Atlanta Falcons will send the fourth overall pick to Washington, Four, three first round picks this year, next year, and then following year, plus this year's 51st overall pick and next year's second round selection. So right now it does seem like the Patriots and the Washington football team are great suitors for the Atlanta Falcons. I wouldn't really care for the Denver Broncos too much, but it it depends on where you're placing the atlanta falcons at right now are the atlanta falcons in a complete rebuild or are we just tweaking what's in the roster me personally i like what we're doing with arthur smith and terry Fontenot. they're they're not saying that this is like kind of like a just a major rebuild it i believe it's more of a tweak to the roster you know you are getting rid of some players that dan quinn did draft and thomas Dimitrov. But you're also keeping a lot of those players too. You know, like a Grady Jarrett, you know, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, also fourth. Uh, Todd Gurley, I don't know much about him. I haven't heard his name pop up in a while. Somebody's gonna have to correct me if I'm wrong if he's drafted or not drafted, but signed with another team or signed with the Falcons again. You know, I I, I treat this situation with the Atlanta Falcons as a major tweak, not a major rebuild. Uh Arthur Smith believes though that the the Falcons and Matt Ryan have two or more years available with being in his prime. And Terry Fondo is more focused on quarterback. I agree with the head coach, not the GM in the situation. But we'll have to wait and see what happens, you know, of course, at the end of this month right here. Going on for the NFL draft because if we sit at number four, chances are we are going to pick a quarterback. I hate to really, you know, see that lot of day because Matt Ryan, he, he could play well into his 40s, just like a Tom Brady. So, speaking of Matt Ryan, we're going to just, you know, sit back and talk a little bit about his stats and why I think he should still be the Falcons quarterback at least until 40. So, if you were to tell me right now that Matt Ryan would have 10, 4, plus yard seasons and, you know, and actually provide, you know, at least a playoff spot, you know, you, if you told me that 10 years ago and told me, you know, what the stats are going to be and everything headed into 2021, I would have bought into that. I really would. So I'm looking at stats right now, from 2011 to 2020, which was just last year, the Falcons, Matt Ryan, has been going over 4,000 yards every single season. The only season that he did not almost, you know, get the 4,000 yards, he still got it, but it was over by 95 yards. And that was 2017 under Sarkeesian. Whenever Matt Ryan hit 4,095 yards. Didn't have a great touchdown interception ratio, but still that it was still pretty impressive. You still went to the playoffs and everything. 2018, 19, and 20, you know, of course, you didn't hit the playoffs, but you were still productive. Matt Ryan in the Atlanta Falcons uniform is what's keeping the Falcons, you know, in contention most times. It really is. Then, of course, you got the 2016 season with Kyle Shanahan. You almost hit 5,000 yards right there. You was just, what, 60, 66? Yeah, you was just 66 yards away from 5,000 total yards for that season right there and for the regular season. Now, this ain't counting the playoffs in that Super Bowl, but 38 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. You know that was a phenomenal year for Matt Ryan, but let's just go ahead and let, let's just think right here, 2017 through 2020. After you lost Kyle Shanahan, because no one gets the best offensive coordinator and does that great. So, 2017 through 20 right here, Matt Ryan, you know, 4,095 yards. Okay, so you had a down year with a uh, Sarkisian, but the Falcons forced. Kyle Shanahan's book on Sarkeesian and Sarkeesian couldn't, couldn't run his own offense. He It had to be a Kyle Shanahan offense. And that's where kind of Matt Ryan did digress just a little bit, but still put up over 4,000 yards. I ain't mad. 2018, uh, Matt Ryan improved a lot here uh, with 4,924 yards, 35 touchdowns, 7 interceptions and a passing rating of 108.1. That that right there got even better. I believe Sarkeesian was able to start implementing his own game plan, but still had to go with the Kyle Shanahan book, okay? I hate to say it, but, you know, that Kyle Shanahan book, it's great if you are Kyle Shanahan. But if you're not Kyle Shanahan, then... It's not great for you. It's really not. So, and that's where now back then, because I was saying that, you know, oh my God, Sarkeesian needs to go. He's not calling up great play calls, but now I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, the Falcons didn't give him a chance to do his own offense, but except for in 2018, there were some games where you could definitely tell Sarkeesian had his own game style and it definitely worked out in Matt Ryan's favor. Almost. Almost hitting another 5,000 yards, you know, from his, you know, 2016 season. 2019, of course, we fired Steve Sarkeesian. We hired Dirk Cotter. Matt Ryan, almost 4,500 yards. 26 touchdowns, 14 interceptions with a passing rating of 92.1. 92.1. I'm thinking the uh, radio station out here in Atlanta, but still, that's great. That's a great stat right there for Matt Ryan. You didn't even make the playoffs that season, but you were still productive. You kept your team, your offense in the game. It's just the defense that let you down from basically, well, yeah, 2017 through 2020, you can say 2017 against that Philadelphia Eagles game was sort of on Julio and Matt, but 2018 through 20, it was all defense. I don't care who you are, but it was defense. And then finally, here we are, 2020, with the Atlanta Falcons, uh, Matt Ryan did hit 4,581 yards, 26 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, with a rating of 93.3. Yeah, seriously, this defense has failed Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan has never had a top 10 or a number one overall defense. Uh Matt Ryan came close in twenty seventeen with the Falcons being what number ninth in defense. So that's pretty damn great, if you ask me, for Matt Ryan to still put up these type of numbers with you know the coaches that he had. So we're we're gonna exclude twenty sixteen and twenty fifteen with Kyle Shanahan. So your twenty seventeen through twenty twenty season, you were phenomenal. Um, your twenty twelve season, that's when we went to the NFC championship game. You definitely had a great season there. But that's whenever Dirt Cotter system was acceptable in that era of the NFL. It was acceptable then. But then once you started moving up into the mid you know twenty teens, then a dirt cotter system was, okay, you know, we already know what you're going to call. We're going to call this, and it's still going to out that. You know, we're going call our very worst defensive play, and we will still sack your quarterback regardless. <laughs> so, in my honest opinion, the Atlanta Falcons need to stay with Matt Ryan. He keeps in games. This defense is what needs to be improved for the Atlanta Falcons to be a contender this year, next year, and the following year to at least give Matt Ryan another Super Bowl appearance and hopefully a Super Bowl ring. Guys, I sure hope you did enjoy it. If you did, make sure to like button wherever you are listening from. I am on Spotify, a bunch of different podcasts and platforms now. I, d- I think I did lose my Google Podcast and my Apple Podcast. That's totally fine. The, but these other podcast platforms, they're pretty huge for yourself. But make sure you're checking the link in the description. It's called Linkle. I have every single platform available on there for you guys to check that out, along with my socials as well. But guys, also make sure to please download this podcast, listen, share with your friends. Do whatever you gotta do to get this podcast out and available to the world. Till then guys, I go on and we'll catch you all later. Peace. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.